Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. All right, this is uh, session five of the eight-session qualifying men series. This is a series that's about to get real exciting. Um, the today is uh, March, no April, April second, two thousand fifteen. I'm gonna say nineteen something. I lost my mind. Nineteen something. Hell, I don't even think talk she was around in nineteen anything. You know. <laughs> Um, uh, we've got three of our four participants on the call. The other one's waiting for their boss to give her the permission, her the permission to get out of the out of the office, and um, she's excited about being here. So we're going to get started. Um, just as a uh, brief recap, the first uh, couple of sessions was about um, really what's your relationship to how you see men, you know what systems you use to get it, you know, to be able to determine who they are, um, you know, who, what do you need to give up? You know, the first couple of sessions really was about clearing yourselves so you could actually start to recognize who men really are. And um, and then the next thing is we talked the last session, we started with the uh, 10 of the top 20 differences between men and women. This is usually a very difficult conversation because, there's just so many questions because it's like, well, how could that be? And what do you mean? Or I don't understand. And like, you know, so you know, me having to, to, to translate this stuff in the female from a from a man's point of view is about as challenging as it is for me to do this for guys and explain, you know, how the women are seeing the same thing I'm saying. Right? So it's it's challenging, but it's fun. It's, it's, every time I do it, I get a chance to get trained in what I refer to as gender language translation. So, you know, we can already get into the second half of this. And then just as a reminder and, a, and, and you know, and, a, and an announcement, coming down the pike, um, starting uh, next session, we're going to go into the specifics of how to determine whether a guy is for you or not. This is the general thing so you can understand the general language because once you understand the main terrain, the main territory, you can start to really appreciate, you know, the specifics of each guy um, and, and be able to start seeing men different. Um, so I will be discussing uh, the top things that women bring to relationships and the top things that men bring to relationships. We'll also talk about uh, the top ten indications of whether a, how to tell whether a man is mature or not, because that's really one of y'all's main issues is you're not even knowing that's the issue. You're just like, why is he like that? How come he's not like this? And what you're usually dealing with is a maturity or lack or immaturity issue. Um, then there's also uh, the different levels of consciousness around relationships. And um, then there is, uh, you know, how to maintain ro uh, romance and, and experiences uh, happening in your life and in, in, in his life. And so there's a lot of stuff coming. I just want you to know that. And right now, you know, the top 20 differences is the 
cement the foundation for everything that's coming that's specific afterwards. So I just want to say that to you. Um, you know, I'm excited about it, like, really. It's like it's almost as if this program starts off slow and sluggish, even though it's shocking for the people that's hearing it for the first time. And then at the end of it, you're like, you feel like, dang, I almost feel like I got x-ray vision when it comes to God, swear to God. So um, just to let you know, that's where we're at. We're, like, in the middle of it. And um, we're about to get started. So um, does anybody remember anything about last week's um, session, anything, you know, you can remember about the, t- the differences that we talked about last week? And you can say no, but I'm just checking, you know. I remember some. Okay. Um, anything you'd like to, you know, say as a, you know, that you're present to? Um, um um, that men, um, are, the whole everything is about S U C C E S S success. Yes. And yes. And, and women um, are our whole thing is made up of being um, protected. Um, that's what stands out to me the most. Those mm-hmm. two opposite things, and they work from that. No matter what they're doing, that's like I said, that player in mind. So everything is coming from that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's excellent because I'm going to say, if you don't remember anything about this program ever again, and that's all you remember, you've got this program. Don't get me wrong, there's plot, lots of stuff. But if you just get that and you stop trying to think, why would they do that if they have safety and security as their mindset? If you can just be present to they're all about success, and it's it is not a negative, childish, egotistical thing. If you could just remember that, you will learn men naturally, anyhow, because you'll be able to start thinking from their perspective, and you know it, it it'll make your life just so much easier, and you'll appreciate men so much more. So, like that's the number one issue, and it's so powerful to be present to that that. Um, It'll it'll just improve your relationship with men at every level just from that one thing you just said. It's amazing how different that is. I gotta remind myself all the time, and I've been I've been teaching this program for a while. I gotta remind myself, oh yeah, she's coming from safety and security. The look the look in the eye on the on the on the Starbucks, you know, uh, cashier line, you know, it's a safety and security issue. And y'all ain't gonna say it because. If you say it, it'll be like admitting that I'm feeling weak and I don't want you to take advantage of me. You can't even say it. You know? <laughs> it's crazy. But it's not crazy, you know. It's like I completely understand it. So thank you for sharing that. I got that. Anything else? No, good. Okay. Um, there's a lady on here. I can't say her name, but I wonder if she remembers anything from last session. What? Oh, yeah. I... Mystery lady, yeah, yeah. I remember a few things that um, men are takers, women are givers. Then, um, yeah, the big distinction that men want to be successful and women want to be safe and secure. Mm-hmm. And also... Um, There were a few more things you talked about. 
Okay. I just want to know what's, what's, what you're present to that you can remember. Because if you can remember it, it will show up in your conversations, which is why I'm asking, you know. So, mm-hmm. but, but the givers and takers is good, yeah. You know. Yeah, cause, yeah. Because ladies like to give, but that don't mean y'all being generous. Y'all usually give because it's like, uh-oh, I, I better give so they'll like me. If, uh, if I'm in trouble, they'll come get me later or something. And and guys like to take because, you know, nobody's giving us nothing anyhow, so what the hell, I might as well take it, you know. And then yeah. we can give what we've taken. What we've taken, we can give to everyone else that's in our life that's important to us. It's sort of like the way lions do it. You know, they they, they go out there and they bring home the deer, but then they give it to the people, to give it to the other lions, you know. So it's, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay, good. All right, so I'm going to go into uh, starting with number 11. Uh, I'll, yeah, matter of fact, I will say it really quickly, the the top t- the, the 10 of the 20, the first 10 I'll say real quickly, so it will be on this recording. Um, women want safety and security, no need, and all about safety and security. Men are all about success. Women are uh, emotional, the way you operate, um, and men are rational. The way we operate is our operational model. Um, you know, we take actions based on that. Y'all take actions a lot of the time based on emotions. Um, women are multitaskers. We're in a single focus is how we see life and how we pay attention to what needs to get done. Um, women are communicators. Men are doers. We don't do a lot of talking. We try to do our talking with our actions. Um, women are problem-oriented. Y'all are focused on a problem because otherwise you won't know if you're safe and secure if you're over there being you know, optimistic and, you know, happy-go-lucky and Pollyanna. So y'all are over there like, okay, where's the next problem? Is that, but that's a problem, too. we got to look at that and like that. And men are solution-oriented because we're over there like, well, we can solve the problem, so we're not worried about it. We we are the problem. We can solve problems because, you know, like that, right? And then uh, women are gatherers and men are hunters. You know, y'all like to put things together, and it's part, of it, it's part of it is shopping. You know, it's like you like to go and look around and, test stuff and kind of like that. Well, we're hunters. We go out for one reason and one reason only. We're going to go get that thing or whatever the thing is we said we're going to go out for. We and I changing our mind. We're going for that, and that's it. And then we come back, and then we celebrate, have fun like that. Women, in terms of uh, communication also, um, actually, it's more than communication. One of your operational activity styles is to be indirect. Y'all ain't much in the area of commitment. Because you don't know if you're going to commit to something that you're going to be sorry you're going to commit to later. And so y'all talk indirectly. Leave lots of back doors, especially to us. We don't even notice how many back doors y'all leave. But then, if we, then, but then you know, y'all have no problem with holding us accountable. You said, you know, it's like, it's like, like whoa, slow down. You know, how come you don't commit to me? And well, you know, I didn't notice if he was going to commit to me. You know, I'll commit to you, so you commit to me. You know, all that stuff. I've seen women. Um, uh, I'm going to say, I've seen women come uh, start qualifying a guy after she's already committed. That means she never committed. These will try to qualify the guy and see if he's still good enough. You know, the heck is that about? Anyhow, today and again, there's the givers and the yes. Go ahead. So, um, if they know you are committed. Will they commit to you, or do it matters whether you're emotional and all that other stuff that we talked about before? If a man knows you're committed to him, that will impress him, maybe even inspire him, but that's not good enough for him to commit. 
The only reason a man will commit is if he's clear that he's emotionally safe with you, like okay. you won't kick his butt emotionally, number one. And number two, his life is better with you in it mm. than without it. Okay. Those two things will make a guy bow down to you and can can kill God to give you God's right arm because he loves you that much. Okay. You you make his life better. Your life is better. Life is, his life is better with you in it than without it. And he he's a completely safe emotionally. Even if you get angry, you're not gonna make him wrong and kill him off and judge him and make him small and turn him into a frog dog. You know what I mean? Mhm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so, um, you know, we talked about the fact that women are givers and men are takers, and the giving does not necessarily mean generous. <laughs> and then um, this is one of the areas that um, uh, that that I just got finished saying to you, Gershana, which is that uh, men are protectors and women are enchanters. We need you to be magical with us and to um, – because that's where we feel safe when we're, we're enchanted, when we're in the uh, throes of or in under the influence of this sorceress who, you know, with her words, with her eyes, with her actions, we feel like we're in a, uh, we're getting a massage, you know, a pampered massage all day, every day in our relationship with you. Well, mostly um, intellectually, we want to feel like we're, being massaged because we're out killing off everything else, handling everything else. The last place we want to have to fight or defend ourselves or explain or anything else is home. So we come home to the to the perfect partner who's like thinks we're the greatest and wants to make things you know light and easy for us or just to have us feel amazing. We're like, oh my god, I cannot wait to get home. The safety of home. Like with with a woman like that, we don't need a man cave. Uh-huh. Because you're really the man cave. Well, I mean, we might need a little thing to to do our guy stuff. You know, we might want to go and, you know, some guys are handy. They want to, you know, ratchet up something to play with some tools. You don't want to play with tools. Okay, great. So, but beyond that, I mean, you know, a guy that is uh, that feels 100% safe with his woman and he feels that his life is way better with her in it than without it, he really don't need much of a man cave. I mean, you know, he might go play basketball, but it's not like, oh, I got to go recover very much because he'll recover with you because you'll, you'll be smart enough to know he don't want to talk. He just needs to get hugged and sit still and maybe say a couple of words, and that's it. Um, those are kind of, that, that woman, he can't possibly imagine not being with. And she has anything to have else? Three. She has to have all three? Um, yeah. Because one be gone, must be all three. Well, well, what three? I'm not. I I I think I said two things. Maybe I did say three things. But what is it? I know it talks uh, about safety. You said okay. he has to be emotionally safe. Has to be yeah. better off with her than without her, and mm-hmm. she has to be magical, like chances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, well, part of being better off with her than without her is the magical. Magic, okay. you know the, the enchantment. That's part of the enchantment. It, excuse me. The enchantment is a part of what makes her better with him. Makes him better with her than without her. Got yeah. So, um, yeah. And then um, women are basically undisciplined. That's not to say that y'all won't that that you are not disciplined. Like it's not like you're not possible to be disciplined. 
but basically women are like, I'm not doing nothing. I don't feel like doing it. I can't do it because I don't feel like doing it, right? So even if the world needs you to stay focused, you'd be like, I just can't do it. And so that's why we're here. <laughs> and that's what y'all hope for, that you have somebody that, that will be that. And so we're designed to be disciplined. You know, uh, we'll, we'll stay focused under fire like that. So, And I'll talk more about that later. And that's like a super brief synopsis of what we talked about last week that took two hours. Um, and so now I'm going to start with, you know, part 11, and uh, section 11, which is that uh, women cheer, but men promote. So let me tell you the difference between cheering and promoting. Cheering is, yeah, you're the best. Promoting is, yo, man, that was so great. Yo, I got to introduce you to my boy. Does that communicate? Uh, repeat that again. Women cheer and men promote. Women promote, right. Women cheer. So in other words, women are like, man, that was so amazing. You're so great. Oh, I just want to hug you. And oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And men be like, oh, man, I cannot believe how great you that you, what you just did. That was awesome, man. I got to tell everybody about it. As a matter of fact, well, I got somebody right now that want to put you in the business or something like that. The guy will promote somebody that's great, whereas a woman will cheer and feel good about him and make him feel good about himself. We love the cheering and the promoting, but but the cheering is, like, amazing for us. And so, you know, women cheer. We love to cheer. We don't cheer. We promote. It's funny because I did um, um, a post on my Facebook fan page. And one was directed at women, and one was directed at men. And it was amazing how different they were at the same time I'm watching it, right? So the ladies, I think it had like five or 600 likes. I spent $20 to put it out there, and it was in front of like 10,000 people. And I had like five or 600 likes, about 20 shares. <laughs> And then I had another one that was specifically for guys. I mean, I knew guys would be attracted to it, right? And I had, I don't know, maybe 100, 150 likes. But I had 100 shares. <laughs> they just kept saying, yo, you got to see this. And they put it on their wall and share it. It was amazing. I was just watching that right on the court, you know. Women cheer, men promote. Women wasn't sharing my stuff. They were so busy, like, liking it and, and, and putting their, you know, posting what they want to say about it. Whereas the guys were like, Yo, dude, that was strong, man. They would say, yo, loved it, that was strong, and then they would post, share it. So they shared like five times as many times as the, as the women did because they were promoting it. And so that's what guys do. Yo, come here, man, let me help you with this. We don't just, we don't just cheer, and cheering is amazing. But it's just, you know, our, our form of acknowledgement is... Uh, uh, is 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 the difference there? Could y'all hear what I mean by that? Is that part of us not sharing again? Uh, I don't know if it's part of you not sharing, but cheering is not necessarily sharing, but it could be. Mm-hmm. You know, so like for example, you could be cheerleading to us about uh to, to uh your your girlfriends about us, but it's not like you're gonna have you're gonna tell everybody about us. Whereas a guy would tell everybody about you or about their friends, 
anybody that's in their face or near them, they'd be like, yo, you got to find out about this. Mm-hmm. You know, we're relentless. We're, because it's almost like we're sharing success. Actually, I, so we're, I do. So, I want you um, things in the back of my car because I have to take the car back. And it's like my clothes that I'm going to go to laundry with. I don't know if I should go to laundry. Oh, you're you, you talking to somebody else, huh? I'm sorry. I was I took the thing off hoping that you didn't hear me. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought I was like, is she saying that to me or <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. No problem, no problem, no problem. Okay, yeah. So um yeah, so so women, you know, like, Yeah, you're so great you know, that's part of your enchantment with us, by the way. So it's not that there's anything wrong with that. It you know, it may sound like you know, men are, you know, better at sales or something. Not necessarily. Uh, we definitely, uh, 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 you know, live a life of aggressiveness in terms of, you know, announcing and putting people's word out there. Yeah, that's that's that may be well and true, but the cheerleading is the is you know emotionally magical, uh, whereas the promoting is emotionally pragmatic. And satisfying from a success achievement standpoint, um, you know. But all cheer, y'all cheerleading is like it's 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 coming from the standpoint of being loving. It's how we experience it. I don't know if that's how y'all experience cheering for each other, but I know that you're cheering at us for us around us is. We experience it as a, as a form of love, and we experience it as an acknowledgement of our success. So we like it. If you notice, sports teams have you know cheerleaders. <laughs> Guys like it. We'd be like, "Yo, you saw that? We saw what you did." Okay, good. Yo, throw me the pass like that. You know? <laughs> Yay! Now that she cheered, let's go kill him. That's how that's how guys are about it. Um, any questions about that? I'm a, otherwise, I'll move on. Annie, you still there? Are you on mute or something? I see you still on my screen, so. Oh, sorry, I hit the wrong button. Yeah, I'm on mute. Oh, oh okay, okay, good. I'll just check it. Cause, uh, I'm listening. Um, um, did you want me to say something? No, just checking in to see if you can. I think it's really interesting because I'm listening now from the point of view of like, okay, well, I told you about my new boyfriend and then he also, and I I don't know, but he said like, will you marry me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm freaking out because he's committing and then you're saying like, okay, he's committing because he feels emotionally safe and life is better with you in it, you know, and I'm like, but now I'm freaking out, you know, so I need coaching. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it's know, all good. Don't get me wrong, but I'm like, I'm feeling like I'm going to screw this up, you know? So. Yeah, I got, I got what you're saying there. So, so, you know, I think you'll hear something that will make a difference in the rest of today's uh, session. All right. Thank so, you. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. I'm listening. <laughs> okay, good. I just checked. Thank just you. Checking. All right. Okay. Yeah. Bye-bye. All right. Next, no, number 12. Uh, men are relentless. Women are lazy. I hate saying that, but here's <laughs> what I mean. I hate saying that. I really hate saying that. But, like, y'all don't have a problem with saying, screw it, I ain't doing that. You know, um, when women don't honor their word, 
their it's almost like you're coming from a weakness rather than a failure. And um, it's almost like it sounds like y'all don't think you're capable of maintaining the integrity anyhow, so you'll apologize from a feeling standpoint. And, um, you know, worse come to worse, you, there's a point where you'll get tired and say, screw it, I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> we don't really have the luxury of doing that. Because if 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 we stop, the buck stops with us, and if we stop, everybody dies. So we have to stay relentless in whatever it is that we're doing. And we'll give you the chance to do whatever it is that you want to do, how you want to do it or not do it. We don't even make you wrong for not wanting to do stuff because we don't expect it anyhow, really. It's like, okay, we're relentless. We're going to go for it. We don't use the term relentless, but – um um. We see your commitment to producing results, which is where the relentlessness comes from, the same way we would see a child's relationship to producing results, which is they may or may they may not, but that has nothing to do with the fact that we better do it anyhow. Like it's our job to do that. Your job is to do some other stuff. Our job is to never give up. Don't stop until everybody gets it. You know what I mean? So it's like um, um, good. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, can you give me a minute? A friend called. I'll call her back, check with her if everything is okay, and I'll join her, join again. Is that okay? Well, yeah, well, I'll be right here. All right. Thank you. All right. Cool. So for, for her to do that, that means that that lady friend must be, like, really uh, really needing uh, to uh, be there. She can take care of. And I, I know how that be sometimes. So, um yeah, I hate the lazy, say the word lazy. I wish I could come up with a better one, but, um, you know, there, there, <laughs> there are times when y'all be like, I ain't doing it, I don't give a crap. And in and, and those moments, we can't afford to be agreeing with you. I mean, we could let you. We just better be handling our business anyhow. And so um, um, I have a phrase um, It's called, uh, you have to know who's in charge of what and when. Who's in charge of what, and when are they in charge? And so, what happens when I when I share that when I and I deliver that piece of information, everybody's happy with that with the explanation. So, men are in charge unless women wants to be in charge, and then he stays, steps aside, said, "Okay, go ahead, be in charge." And as soon as she feels like she don't want to be in charge anymore, he's back in charge. Like he's never off duty. He may be taking you know a break, but he's never really off duty. And so, you know, a lot of times women want to do lots of stuff. They want to feel independent. They want to be, but the minute she don't feel like it, that car still needs to be driving towards wherever it's going. So he better be ready to take over the wheel. You know, if y'all travel somewhere, he's the he's the main driver. And if she wants to drive, okay, yay. No, I don't feel like driving anymore. All right, well, I got it back. And so, you know, the man is expected to never, ever give up, which is why relentless is there. And um, and if she wants to be, you know, in charge, go right ahead. I'll be here when you're done. And that's kind of like how it goes. So, um, um, excuse me. Yes. Are you still classifying this with the laziness? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and again, I hate even using the word. I wish I could come up with a better word than lazy. Um, and it's not like y'all live a life of laziness, but it's it's like the um, the feelings part makes you say, I don't feel like doing it anymore, and 
I mean, I don't know. I've, I've had so many conversations with women that I was coaching where they just couldn't make it. They just couldn't do this. It was it was occurring like a laziness was there, and they were making apologies for it, but um, but they would not allow it their man to be the same way with them. <laughs> it just wouldn't, you know. Um, so, um, um, Miss Lady with no name, did you just come back on, or is that Deborah? Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, just checking. Yeah. All right. Oh, I'm glad I got a chat screen. I can see what's going on here. So. Yeah, so what I got so far is women are lazy, or what is the other word? Do not call them lazy, but. Yeah, I, I, until I find a better word, I'm going to use lazy, you know, like it came through to me, you know, in, in distinguishing these 20 differences. It's, it came to me from my spirit, but I, I don't like the word. But, um, you know, when I hear women not honoring their word, they usually will communicate that in a way that says that I just didn't have the power to be able to do it. Like, I'm not powerful enough to do it. You know, use that term, but it sounds like, I'm so sorry I couldn't do this and like that. You know, and so that that comes from, um, you know, feeling powerless. um, And it's, it's it's almost like you don't think you have the power to do that, and so why even bother? And so, you know, relentless, uh, let me see, uh, resignation will make y'all feel lazy. I think it's, it's kind of like that. I need to really examine this more. But what I do know is that there's a level of relentlessness that um, that men have that in comparison to our relentlessness, uh, y'all occur as lazy. And... Um, Nobody would, no guy, no smart guy would ever say women are lazy. That's why I even like saying it in the first place. We don't want to get killed. <laughs> and there's some things about y'all that are like relentless as well. And I'm going to talk about that uh, uh, actually uh, not too long from now. Um, but yeah, so I don't like to say it, but there's times when y'all be like, ah, I'm done. I'm not doing that. And we better step up and step in. And so we have to be relentless, even if y'all are not. I don't know that, no, I'm, and I'm sorry that I even got to go there, but that's, you know. Y'all have anything you want to say about that? I mean, you know, because your questions or comments will probably help me clarify this even further. Well, I, I like to term, I like to term apathetic, maybe. Even though we're a ball of feelings, it would seem like at those times when we say, okay, I don't have to deal with it. Mm. We become apathetic. I don't know about lazy. It doesn't seem like that word is the word. Yeah. It could be, but, you know, for me, it would be like, okay, I don't have to deal with it. I will take all my feelings at this point and put it aside and go and do what else I need to do because I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. <laughs> God, okay. I, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some, some, some soul searching around that because I hate that word. I can see how... It could resemble lazy, but I, I got to examine that word. So, so, so you know, let's 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 use it for now. But I promise that before yeah, the end of this program is over, I'm going to look into that because I hate even saying it. It's just like ick, but but there's something to it, and I just don't know exactly what it is. You know what I mean? So, okay. but um, but in relationship to how men operate, 
you know, with the, our general relentlessness, it looks like laziness on your end. And I, I promise to, like, look into that further, okay? So thank you for your patience and um, for not killing me on this phone for saying something wrong. <laughs> I love you all dearly. Okay, great. Next. Um, this one I have no problem with saying. Men are candid. We say what's there to say. And women are non-committal. <laughs> But y'all will not commit unless, you know, you feel safe and, and secure about stuff. Where, you know, you're asking something, well, just, fr- you know, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn, is a typical response from a guy. Um, I remember one time uh, I was asking women, you know, what's wrong with men? And one woman said, and I, I, I think I brought it up, uh, that uh, men are reverse, use reverse honesty. So with a woman that they don't care about, they'll be completely honest, frank, and candid. And, you know, for women that they really care about and they're scared to lose, they won't be straight, you know. But um, the main reason why I, I, you know, see this as accurate is that, um, you know, one, y'all basically don't want to let people know how scared you are or how inconvenient you feel or uncomfortable or all of that stuff. Um, and you don't want to commit to something that's going to annoy somebody else and make them not want to play with you or take care of you or be in a relationship with you. But also, um, you know, you're wondering what, what's that got to do with me, whatever you're hearing. And so you don't want to show your hands when you're hearing somebody say something because you're like, well, what's that got to do with me? You know, our, our men are always walking around with uh, what is, um, um, What's the point or what's the problem, right? We always ask, what's the point here? We, like, want to know, we missed the fixes. We want to fix you all and fix life because, you know, that's a part of our success thing, right? Uh, by the way, you know, because men want to fix stuff, you can let them fix stuff any, as much as possible as long as it doesn't inconvenience you because it'll, if nothing else, it'll just give you the space to do something else. So you'll become more efficient by letting guys fix stuff around you, you know, if, if you could emotionally stand it, right? <laughs> so... But um, uh, men, we don't we we're too direct to try to be um, how do I say uh, um, sophisticated or lay under the uh, the uh, how do I call it uh, to hide out or to not commit. We're too busy talk telling you what's on our mind for us to be trying to be non-committal. Uh, and there's some guys that are you know very good at like not committing, you know. Um, but generally speaking, when we feel that something is feasible, we don't have a problem committing or saying we won't. Nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know, without a problem. Why not? You know, it's so many times I'll hear a woman either Facebook me or text me or call me like, he said it did something, and I don't understand what he meant by that. What did he mean by that? And I laugh because I'm like, but he just told you. <laughs> How come you can't get it? It's because, you know, y'all wouldn't be that candid. It would be extremely uncomfortable for you to commit uh, around how you feel and how you see things. It's just uncomfortable. Um, you know, particularly in America, for example, you've got um, uh, trying to prevent yourself from looking like a slut, uh, looking lazy or looking weak, you know, um, um, just just all of that makes it challenging for y'all to commit to stuff, whereas we don't care. We just say what's there for us to say. You know, like it? Oops, sorry. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I got to tell you what's on my mind. So this, like, 
communicate what I'm what I'm saying here to y'all? Yes. It, does it like land as accurate is what I'm checking in on? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Just check it because I'm still stuck with that lazy thing. That's the one word out of all of this stuff that I'm like, ah, oh, man, I gotta come up with a better one than that, a more accurate. All right. Next. <laughs> this one cracks me up. As emotional as women are, y'all are mental when it comes to dealing with stuff where we're as instinctive. Like <clears throat> we're in the middle of stuff. We actually almost turn our brain off and just follow our instincts. Whereas y'all don't do that. Y'all overthink. Y'all be killing your brain. I'm like, I remember when my second, my second wife, I'd be watching her. Her brain would be moving around so much. I'd get tired just watching her think. I can hear her thinking almost. And it, 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 was, it was hilarious, except for I felt bad for her. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, you could turn that thing, you could turn that thing off. You really could, you know. <laughs> no, she was too busy overthinking. You know, um, I've actually experienced each one of y'all doing some heavy lifting intellectually. Um, you know, rather than just like following your gut and just doing whatever there is to do, with what shows up for you. Y'all were wondering and thinking and overthinking and over overthinking and over 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 overthinking. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm kind of accepting the thing. I'm accepting the things that that you're saying. But if that's called thinking, then okay. Because I'm kind of like yeah. thinking back over past relationships and things. Yeah, so maybe that is overthinking. Yeah, I mean, you know, you had a breakthrough you shared with me where you just felt like you there was you just had to you just was able to relax when it came to men now that you got some sense of like who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, you happen. stopped overthinking, right? Yeah. To some degree. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. For women that don't have this conversation <laughs> Oh my god, what about this? What about that? How come I know you know I need to know the little and I'm saying I'm just sitting there smiling, holding your hands, tilting their head to the sides. But in the meantime, your brain is on fire, and and, and, and if you could somehow plug that into the, uh, the Con Ed electrical system, Con Ed would go out of business because they wouldn't need any gas or oil anymore. <laughs> you know, your brain would be all over the place. By the way, y'all saw, uh, did, y'all, did anybody not see the videos that I put on the Facebook page? I saw one. I did not see everything. Mm. I didn't well, Okay, so the longest one is the one with uh, Tony. I think his name is Tony Parker. Um, he, that's the longest one. Everyone else is like under four minutes. They're short, sweet. Uh, yeah, they're, they're like they're, there's a second one with men's and women's brains. Hilarious. Y'all should look at those. Matter of fact, that should be part of your assignment is that you look at all of those different videos. Hilarious. There's the man slater. There's this machine that translates man speaking to women speaking, vice versa. Um, it's just some really good stuff. Two two different couples that went on dates. They had completely different versions of the date. You, you're just, it's just hilarious stuff, but it's also very, very accurate. So <clears throat> I'm encouraging you. In fact, that's part of your assignment. Is each one of y'all have to read, have to watch all of the videos. And, you know, you don't have to all do it in one sitting. But, man, those are some great, great videos about the difference between men and women. So, anyhow, 
Uh, Are you going to write us a home email? Say that again. Will you write us an email to say what our homework is? Oh, yeah, yeah, I will this time. It was the, We didn't have one last last session. So. I know, but I just, oh. it's like, it feels great if you could write an email. It's really clear, and then I'll forget. Yep, I will definitely, absolutely do that. So, promise. All right, next. Yeah, your mental part, you'll understand it. And, 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 you know, we have the ability to shut our brains off and just follow whatever our gut tells us to do, particularly in the area of actions. And then, um, so that's pretty clear for y'all. And then the next one, number 15, um, is that men are very poised, uh, particularly under pressure, and women come unhinged. And by unhinged, I mean, ah, you know, like y'all just like go lose y'all's mind. You know, there's a mouse, you jump on the chair and, you know, some noise comes up and, you know, like that, right? So um, men are poised and women are easily unhinged. And, you know, we have men, us men, we have zero issue with that. We actually almost think it's adorable. And we're clear that if you're, if we had any questions that somebody might be a man or a woman, we see a woman do that, we know that the way y'all respond to inconveniences and, and disgusting scenery, guys just can't operate like that. We, we have too much of a relationship to being able to handle it for us to be like that unhinged. And so it's adorable to us. And I don't think y'all have much of an issue with it other than the fact that you're uncomfortable. But in in pressure situations, a woman's more likely to become unhinged than a guy by, I don't know, 100% in most cases. Maybe in a sales environment or a negotiation, it's probably, it, it could be equal. But just in everyday life, you know, the, the car, tired, you know, got a flat, you know, guy would be like pissed, <laughs> whereas a woman might be worried because she's worried that, you know, if somebody does help her, is it going to be somebody that might want to rape her or abuse her rather than just fix the damn tire? We don't worry about that kind of stuff, you know? So um, generally speaking, y'all become unhinged. With this, and to us, it's adorable, I swear, um, for most of us. You know, um, we, we don't even think about it from the standpoint except for, oh, she's a lady. Here's an opportunity for me to, to, to be successful by taking care of you. That's become yeah. kind of adorable for us. It's sort of like, oh, she's such a girl. Come here, let me help you. So you know, you get unhinged. Feel free to be fully self-expressed unhinged, because guys will help you. Because you know we're we're Mister Fixes. You know we we can't help it. We gotta fix stuff. So you're just giving us one more thing to fix. Does that does that communicate? Hello. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <coughs> All right. So, um, uh, number 16. Men are relaxers. We relax. We relax in ways y'all hate because y'all are sticklers. Y'all are like, this got to get done. This got to get done. This got to get done. You got to get done. How come you're sitting there and you got the food underneath the TV? You're sitting at the TV. You don't even see the food on the floor underneath the TV. What's going on with that? Come on. You got to do this. You got to do this. You know, it, it, it could be referred to as nagging, but it's really more like you're a stickler for things being complete. Whereas we'll chill out. We'll get to it tomorrow. Hello? Hello? Can I say something? Oh, please. 
Yeah, now that's what that's what I would classify as lazy. Us as lazy. Got it, yeah. Yeah, sitting down and, you know, you call it relaxing. I, would, yeah. I have tend to say in the past, oh, you're being lazy. Or you would do just sit there and relax and look at TV mm-hmm. every day. Yeah, you work hard, but then you just want to sit down and look at TV. Mm-hmm. I call that lazy. So maybe, you know, that's I'm just saying. I've been classifying that as lazy. Okay, listen, I totally got that. But here's what I want to invite you to take on, okay? This is awesome. This is, this is, I'm so glad you said that, okay? So here's what I want to invite you to take on instead. Okay, I got that you're relaxed and you're relaxing because, you know, guys, we ha- we're on and we're off. We're on, then we're off. We're on, then we're off. We expend all our energy. When we come home, we don't really want to do nothing because we was running out there and protecting ourselves and fighting, doing all of this stuff. When we come home, we don't really want to do nothing. So now, if I was going to coach a woman to be with a lazy guy, that's that kind of lazy, I would first look to see if he's, dis- if he's an organized guy or he's a disorganized guy. If he's a disorganized guy, now we got to teach him how to be organized, and then let's see what happens. But if he's an organized guy and he's doing that, then what I would say to do, what I would coach a woman would, around would be, okay, um, I, you should get a commitment from him as to when he's going to stop relaxing and go back to work around the house. So I, would, I would actually make a – I would recommend that she makes an agreement with him called, okay, I need you to do ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. I know you ain't going to do it all the time. But I need you to let me know when you will, and I promise to leave you alone when you're not doing it. And a guy will honor that kind of an agreement. But you've got to find out, first of all, if he's organized, if he's got skill in an area where it looks like he's lazy. If he's got skill in that area, then you've got to make an agreement. If he does not have skill in the area, now you've got to train him or get him trained and then make agreement. Does that communicate? Yes. Yeah, because we, we, we want to be successful, you know, so you're telling us the, the rules and, the, and the, you know, the boundaries of success and lack of success or failure, right? So, you know, honoring the fact that um, men need time, uh, transition time is what, what I heard it referred to as, where we're doing this and then we got to take our focus completely off of this and then move our face and our brain over in this other direction. It takes a little time in between coming home and then focusing on you because we're doing this thing called transitioning from work to home. And it could take some men as long as an hour, but really I'm going to say figure 20 minutes to 20 to 30 minutes is transition time for most men from doing one thing to the next. We don't just jump right into stuff because we ain't focused enough to be able to do that. We come home, we chill out, relax, get connected to our surroundings, um, you know, kind of like that. So um, that's what I would do in, with a lazy guy is find out if he's really lazy or he is he transition mm-hmm. time or is he just lack of skill or what's really going on. And I don't blame you because it certainly looks like lazy. <laughs> but hopefully – what I just said, you know, will support you from now on, you know. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, check out his skill level first. Then see, you know, if he's got the skill, 
you know, how much transition time you need before you start doing this because this is bothering me and I need you to make me happy, okay? <laughs> or whatever your negotiation that you know works with him usually works. But you can make an agreement with him if you don't make him wrong and you know he knows how to do this. Okay. So that would be your formula. I recommend that you uh, take this recording and hear me say that again. This is actually the first time I've ever said that, but I, I know that would work. And um, and then, you know, you can write it down for yourself. So that's pretty good. Thanks. Tony, uh, um, could you yeah. summarize that quickly and repeat again? Yes. So if a guy is the kind of guy who will be watching TV and will ignore that there's food right underneath the TV on the floor, that's uh-huh. he's, focused on the, he's focused on the TV because we're able to focus. We can look at the top of an apple, and not see the table that the apple is on. That's how focused we can be. Mm-hmm. And so if you're dealing with a guy that strikes you as lazy, you want to find out if he's lazy or not. Is it, how you find out is, is he actually skillful but just not doing it? Number one. Number two, is he dealing with transition time? Number three, does he really need to be in a man cave? I didn't say that before, but sometimes a guy needs to be in a man cave because they've been failing so much they don't feel like doing nothing because they're scared they're going to try to do something. They're going to lose a streak. Whatever they do, they're going to lose. So let me just stop the action right now, <laughs> okay? Um, and then if he if he knows how to do stuff, like he's got the skill, then ask him to make an agreement with you as to when he's going to do this stuff because he's driving you crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you might. You also want to look to see how much time does he need for transition time, you know, for coming home, for going to work, coming home from work, and then actually being home or, you know, whatever. Transition time is important to guys. Um, what else? Um, yeah, so find out if he's skillful in that area or not how much transition time he needs, and then make an agreement with him and then hold him to his agreement. Mm. But before you make an agreement with him, you can get annoyed all you want. He don't have an agreement with you. So until you have an agreement, you got nothing. You can be all you're doing is getting yourself upset. Is that Tony, this is Annie. Yes. So I could imagine a scenario to be like, that's like one of the things that drives me crazy. I have a knee-jerk reaction to laziness and go immediately to make wrong. So like I have to yeah. like, I have to calm myself down because I have an yeah. immediate reaction if a guy is lazy like that. Yeah. You know, and it's like, uh, so it sounds like you know what I would say is like, look, because if there's skills there, I could say, look, you know, I. I'm going to get upset. I don't want to get upset. So can we work something out here? Right. Yeah, that would be that would be something. I'm telling you to take it further. But, yeah, you can start with that and see what it's going to take for him to, like, cooperate with you in a way that works for you. But you, gotta, you have to get him on your side and, and having a knee-jerk reaction and just making him wrong is not going to work. First off, you're already making this. Yeah, you're making yeah, yourself totally somebody who's not. I totally know yeah. that, that doesn't right. work. But that, I'm just right. telling you, 
that that is my immediate, and it's a huge reaction, and it's really yeah. hard to stick your mood. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's like what you know. Like it's I'd rather just do everything by myself. Then I go right into my like you know strong foods. Like I don't need anybody, and I'll just do all this right. stuff myself. Right. Now here's the other thing you could do. You could do everything yourself and not make him wrong about it because that's maybe a self-expression for you, even though it sounds like a strong suit. You know? <laughs> but see, people can learn how to use their strong suits as a self-expression. You know, so like one of my strong suits is to be really smart. But I'm also using it as a self-expression by giving you my smarts on this call. You can see how that makes sense, right? Yeah. 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 Right. So, so if you're a do it all, hands on, I got to get it done kind of chick, then you should find ways to use it as a self expression rather than as a strong suit because you'll be unfulfilled in the strong suit. But as a self expression, you're expressing yourself through your doing this. And now you're being of service with your doing this. So taking your strong suit and turning it into a self-expression. You get to be fulfilled in doing what you're good at as opposed to doing it because nothing else is working. Because then it's a make wall, and it's annoying to yourself. And, you know, other people too, but most of them do. So, um, yeah, so you got to... That person who doesn't mute on, can we ask part of here... Oh, that's got to be uh, Kishana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll put you on mute for a moment, and then I'll pull you back off. So don't worry about it. I'll, I'll check in with you in a few minutes. Um, I have the ability to do that with my uh, talk show uh, chat screen. Ha-ha. <laughs> all right. So um, well, where was I going with this? Yeah, so you have an opportunity to find out whether the guy is lazy or is he um, unmotivated or is he lacking in skill or is it transition time that is in the way. So you want to find out why he ain't picking up the food off the floor in front of the TV or whatever the, the example is. You don't want to go straight in and just make him wrong, and you might end up having to teach him. Or, you know, he may not know the impact this way of being has on you. So you have to get clarity if you expect to have the relationship working. Because otherwise, he'll just feel unsafe and he won't know where he failed and how come he's making, what mistake he's making. He won't feel successful, which means he's going to probably take away from his sex drive, at least for that night, at least for that next hour. He's not going to feel like his life is better with you than without you. And he's not going to feel emotionally safe. So in order to make sure that, that all of that stays in, you know, you want to understand his motivation, why it's going that way. Let me give you an example of what I mean by that. I just was talking to a friend yesterday. He's recently, you know, high, more highly evolved. He's working on evolving himself, and we're constantly in the conversation about that. And his mother is a smoker. It bothers him, his brother, and his and his ex, you know, and, and his dad, who's you know, they're divorced. And she won't listen to him. You know, she she should probably do the landmark for him, but she won't. 
And um, so, you know, and she's negative besides, so he feels like he can't get through to her, so he stops talking to her. He took his love away is what it looked like to me. And I was thinking, you know, dude, you can't do that to your mom. You got to take care of the relationship and find another way to do it. And then yesterday he hit me with his context, which was, I'll just tell you what his context is. He was like, he thought about it, and he decided to take on Martin Luther King's perspective, which is you respectfully protest against something that you don't want to see happening, but you do it in a nonviolent manner. And so by him taking himself away from his mother was protesting her smoking and harming herself, but he had the commitment to love her through nonviolent protest. And he knows that the only thing that was going to make her take action is for her to get back what she loves and she wants to have. So by him taking himself away, he wasn't judging her, even though in the beginning he was. But what he decided to do now is to take the high road and say, listen, I know you love me, you know, and I know that nothing else is going to work. So I'm just going to protest by leaving you alone. And when you start, me stop smoking again, stop smoking, I'll, I'll be back. I, I want to be back, but you just ain't hearing me. So I got to stay away. And when I heard his context, it was so much higher than it was a month ago that I, I didn't even have anything else to say. I'm like, I wouldn't do it that way, but I'm, I'm honored by the fact that you know, he would consider how could he, like, he, it was a deeply thoughtful thing that looked ugly, you know what I mean? But I had to find out what his context was. I got a lady friend who lives in Pennsylvania. She's got a son that's bananas. This guy is, like, uncontrollable. And she lets him do almost every, anything he wants. But she does make agreements with him. Other than that, she gives him 1,000% freedom. And I, you know, we'd go to her house once in a while, and, you know, we would talk and have fun and all that stuff. But her son was just too energetic for me. I couldn't put him with anything. So, um, you know, one day she told me why she treats him like that. She said, you know, right now I have the joy and the pleasure of being with him and enjoying every second of his childhood. Because when he's 15 or 16, he ain't going to want no parts of me. He's going to be over there being with his teenage friend. He's going to be in adulthood. So I'm going to let him be as free as possible for as long as possible while I have him and be his friend and be in his loving, be in his life as much as I possibly can until he ain't got the space for me anymore. Because when he's 15, he's going to be done with me, I promise you. (laughs) And when I heard that, I was like, wow. My whole relationship to her as a parent shifted because her context was so big. I couldn't possibly imagine either her context or my friend with his mother's context because I wouldn't do that. I still wouldn't do what they're doing, but their reason for doing it is so powerful. All I could do is say, yo, man, I'm, I'm trusting you on yours. So if you don't understand your man's context for doing what he's doing, uh, you know, you could be asking for trouble. And uh, what about that? Uh, also, is that, um, you know, you, you won't get the value that you want. So um, I'm going to shut up now and let me hear what y'all got to say. And I'm taking Gashana off of mute because she might have something to say too. So uh, uh, okay. does that communicate? Yes. Please. Yeah. You gotta know where he's coming from, as opposed to getting angry and upset. Because that's what I used to do. Um, yeah. 
but I see now that you, you really, it's just not what you think, you know. There's more to take into account. Right. You know? So I, I could see that. I can understand that. Yeah. So, you know, for me, it's like I got to uh, I gotta get a person's context. I, I got to understand their context. I mean, I can't even give you advice until, uh, uh, you know, I can't even coach you through something unless I know what your context is. Yeah, it's just like it just don't make no sense. I mean, it makes sense, but it don't. You know what I mean? So, uh, Annie, what do you think about that? What do I think about what? About what I just shared. Would you get out of it? You know. Oh, okay. Um, I'm irritated. I don't know if it's because of this call and what we're talking about or what, but it irritates me. <laughs> okay. The irritation is, you know, that, that, that you know, what what's the irritation? That's what I want to know now. Um, I don't, like, I don't know if it's, if it's my mood. Or, you can hear me, right? Yeah, I hear you. I know, it's just really bothering me. Like, like, like I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm very independent, right? And I'm like, if somebody can't meet me and, like, deal with that, I have a lot going on, then it, it, it irritates me. If I've got to deal with them as well, like, not sort of sweeping their weight. And it's sort of making me irritated thinking that somebody might be doing that. And I don't know. And maybe it's just my mood right now. I don't know. I'm just Well, Well, just let bothering. me help you with that. Well, thank, well, let me help you with this. See, okay. What I'm talking about is a one-time conversation that could last forever. And so what I want to give you inside of this conversation by talking about getting to the bottom of why a person does so what they do mm-hmm. is that once you have that conversation, there's nothing else to talk about. Right. So it's a good thing, even though you may, like, not, like, that's not your first instinct. It's not where you would normally go, you know, like, it used to bother me. I would go to my friend's house in Pennsylvania, and this this boy would be all over me. I'd be like, can you sit this mofo down here, please? I mean, I'm thinking of myself. I respected her as a, as his parent, and I'm a guest in her house. And I'm like, yo, he losing his mind, because I remember how I was as a dad. I had plenty of love for my daughters, but we would make agreements. If they bring an agreement, they were dead, man. But so you know, But they knew that ahead of time, right? Um, and so they was respectful anyhow because, you know, they just was. They had too much fun being around me. And the one thing they did not want is dad to be mad. Not because they, they were scared of dad being mad. They just liked they liked the happy dad way better than they liked the angry dad. And so, um, you know, so I, I promised them that I would never get upset unless they broke a rule after we made an agreement. Mm-hmm. And in that case, then there's no mercy. There's nothing to talk about. You're just going to get crushed. And so I think with my oldest one, I only had to do that like three or four times. And my youngest one, I never had to do it because we understood each other and it was fine. So, mm-hmm. but I needed to, but see, that's how I would parent, but that's not how my friend in Pennsylvania parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, but it was for me, when she said it, it changed everything for me because I, she was as loving and maybe even more loving with her son than I was with my daughters. Mm-hmm. You know, and my friend with his mother, he was, this was completely out of love for what he was coming from with it. It was shocking, actually. I was almost ready to cry when I was hearing him say it. 
I had nothing else to say. So if you don't understand who you're dealing with, you won't know what to deal with. And there's another part that I'm hearing for you in particular, Annie, which is this is one of your must-haves. You gotta, you must have somebody who's like independent, gonna work hard with you. So I can mm-hmm. get that as yeah. a must-have, right? So that's just one of the things you must have. Another lady, yeah. Thing I, I think you're right. Question. I think that's it. That must be it. <laughs> so I'm inviting you to examine whether it's a must-have or it's a habit that you refuse to give up. Thank you so much. Like I appreciate that. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, because yes. I'm a kind of guy that I'm, one of my must-haves is I need to have full. But there can be no withholding in my relationship. I cannot put up with a woman who, you know, because she gets triggered, she don't want to talk. Hell to the no. That ain't going to work for me. I've already tried it. I know mm-hmm. it won't work. It just doesn't work because I feel stifled. I feel unsuccessful. And, it, mm-hmm. and like, I don't want to have this conversation anymore. Mm-hmm. I am so yeah. committed to having a conversation that works that my second wife, she laughs at this now when I do the boat at the time. I was like, what the hell are we doing here? We used to have arguments that last between four and five hours. Between four yeah. and five hours. And here's how they used to go. She would do something, and I'd be like, you know, we're not putting up with that, right? And then so the first hour, she would deny that she said or did something. The first hour. Then she would go into trying to discredit me, nitpick what I was saying. I didn't say it like that. You, what do you mean by So she'd be trying to, like, you know, criticize my, what I was saying until I shut up. And then mm-hmm. I would keep going. And then the third hour, she'd be trying to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, we are not going to sleep. Hell no, because we are not having this conversation tomorrow. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Stay your ass up. And then the fourth hour, she'd be <laughs> making me wrong. She would be making me wrong for not letting her go to sleep. The fourth. Oh hour. my god! Yeah, that, I would. I would, right. like, This is really irritating. Like that would just just not work for me either. Right, and then so then, the last thing is that, um, and then once she got past that, I would say something. She'd be like, "Oh, what did you mean by that?" And then we'd have a real conversation for about ten or fifteen minutes, <laughs> and then we could finish because that conversation would never come up. But what I learned with her was that if I. If I stopped anywhere along the line before we got to the point where she said, oh, then tomorrow it would be the same thing all over again. I had to Uh endure those conversations because I was committed that we don't have that conversation ever again, man. So I'd say that, you you know, she uh, she appreciated after we got separated and divorced, but that time she Mm -hmm. was trying to say that. She thought it was a pain in Mm -hmm. the ass and so, but yeah, so you, you, you really got to like know what your must haves are. And if that's one of your must haves, then go for it. But mm-hmm. if it's not a must have, it's just a habit or a trigger, then you want to know the difference between the two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So, uh, I'll look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And, you know, only you can really decide, but you, you, you want to know the difference between being triggered and having a must have. Because if you have a must have, then you'll do everything you can to provide it and, and be that way without getting triggered. And then it still won't work. That's a must-have. But if you, you know, if if trying annoys you, <laughs> then it might mm-hmm. just be a trigger, and you want to, okay. like, you know, determine between the two. So. Got it. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Okay. Great. Any, and ladies, anything else y'all get out of this? Because this is uh, something I've never had brought up before. Um, and just trying to see if uh, y'all have anything you want to say about it. Questions? Yes. Can you can you hear me? Yeah. 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 So what what I was getting from that is that you wasn't saying 
tolerate the, what I call laziness, you, I think you were, for me, you were saying, um, find out what's behind him not doing it at that particular time. It, it, it's exactly. at, or any particular time. And and then you can re, um, re, react, I guess, at that point or do whatever you feel to do. Yeah. Right. Take actions that's going to have long-term benefits as opposed to just getting annoyed and being impatient. Yeah, and then and then you know dominating you know him like that. That's what women do. You know, y'all so worried about being feeling safe and secure that anything that's not happening quickly to resolve that safety and security issue is a pain. And because somebody can complain to you about you and you'll change, y'all expected men to do that. But we just look at you like, Haha, I already know who I am. I ain't doing that shit. Excuse my French, <laughs> but he's like. Mm-hmm. I'll go say some more French. Fuck that. We ain't doing that. You know? Ha ha ha. You can complain all you want. I'm gonna sit right here. You can't make me do nothing. And you know, guys will get like rebellious. Yeah. And after a certain point, after a while, they'd be like, "You, you don't talk to me like that." <laughs> Watch this. But in defense, <laughs> in defense <laughs> yeah. for mm-hmm. the the women who would react like that, I think it's coming from not knowing because. I wouldn't know everything you just said. I I never even thought about before to right. um, find out. So it it wasn't so much to be fighting with them. We really I didn't understand that. Right. Oh, okay, maybe it it could be a, a different point of view. Um, so right. I that's in defense of women. Yeah, listen, I understand it. I I got no problem with it because what how Tony Veer would be if I'm with a impatient woman. I'm going to find out what's making her impatient. I already got some sense of it already. You can tell from this conversation here I got some sense of it already. But I want to find out what her context is and then give her a reason to want to find out mine. Mm-hmm. Because if she's just triggered, she ain't going to want to hear mine. She's going to want to see what she want to see. So I got to enroll her in having a conversation about viewpoints and context. And then if she's still not enrolled after then, now I got to make some decisions. Do I want to just do what she's saying until I can get her attention? Do I want to say, screw this, she ain't listening, or whatever? You know, like, so I need to be able to come from, you know, clarity in the conversation rather than just, you know, saying whatever I feel like saying because, you know, my feelings are running me instead of the other way around. Okay. So, but, uh, yeah, so what I find is the context is decisive all the time, every time. And so let me find out why. Okay, so, so um, I want to have a few questions about this. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, I love this. This is great. Okay. So um, let's say a man is upset with a woman or he's wondering what's going on with her and the woman says, oh, I don't like this, I don't like that. And... Because he wants to be successful, he would he would do things to be successful with her. Is that what you're saying? Uh, say that last piece again. I missed it somehow. Say it again. Uh, because a man wants to be successful with a woman, he would do things he's asking she's asking him to do, like uh, yeah. let's say a man is being lazy or he. 
he doesn't keep things around clean and the woman gets upset and she's like yeah why don't you help me with this or why don't you keep keep the house clean he would do it to be successful with her yes a lot of guys will okay they won't like doing it they won't like doing it but they'll do it because they feel that's the only way you will stop making them they won't do it to be successful they will do it to avoid failing because they're right now they're not winning so they will do it to get you to like them again those are the guys that are um not as powerful in their relationship to women like there are men most men don't know the value that they provide to women. So they don't know what, you know, they don't know their power when it comes to women, just like women don't know their power when it comes to men, right? Uh-huh. That's a problem for both sexes. So a guy that doesn't know his power and his value to women will let women push him around because he don't know what's working and what's not working. Y'all get mm-hmm. annoyed with that kind of guy because y'all like, he's not manly enough because y'all able to push him around. Y'all want a guy you can't push around because if you can't push your, you can't push him around, you figure probably nobody else can either, and you're happy with that. Mm-hmm. Right? But you don't want a guy you can push around. That's part. That'll just make you more annoyed. He's lazy, and I can push him around? Oh, my God. And I can't tell him this because if I tell him this, he'll do stuff, but he'll do it because he don't want to look bad as opposed to this is who he really is. So I can't even tell him that, right? Is that mm-hmm. accurate? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I have a program called What Women Want for Men But Can't Tell Them. <laughs> you can't even tell this guy this stuff because if you did, then you don't know if he's really doing it because that's who he is or not. Right? So <laughs> it's funny, that God yeah. is very creative. He's laughing at it's, us all the time, I swear. <laughs> it's interesting. I was watching a movie and uh, there was a scene in which exactly the same thing happened. Yeah. The girl, she makes dinner and. Um, She'll have friends over with her boyfriend, and after they leave, she's asking her boyfriend to help her clean up. And he's like, um, I'm playing video games. Why don't we do that tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And she gets so mad at him, and he stops the video game then, and he's like, okay, tell me. I'll do it so that you're not screaming and yelling. And she's like, I don't want you to do the dishes because I'm yelling at you. I want you to want it. Right. And I can totally see her perspective. And he's like, why would it matter? I'll just do it so that we are done with this and we are not fighting anymore. Right. And Yeah. How so what would, have, he, what would have yeah. served her? What would have yeah. served her? was what's the most important thing for this relationship right Mm -hmm. now? Like, Mm -hmm. she wasn't thinking long-term. She was thinking right now. So she hit her with an emotional outburst called, I want you to make this kid because this kid is bothering me. Whatever she said, whether she said it that way, she said it calmly, she said it meanly, whatever she said, that was behind it. He could feel that. He's like, well, Uh just chill out. Let's, Let's chill out. Because y'all usually don't chill out. Y'all are usually worrying out, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Right? So he's like, why don't you take my hint and chill the fuck out, okay? Chill out. And she's like, I can't chill out because I got to, right? And so 
she's not thinking long term. See, because if she was to take his hint or at least listen to what he's trying to say, where he's coming from, she could have actually learned how to enjoy stuff because, listen, yeah, all right, so this is going to be there till the morning. But if he says he's going to do it in the morning, he better do it in the morning because he said so, right? And, uh-huh. you know, other than that, either that or she could have been like, you know what, I don't really want to wait till the morning, but I understand, you know, you're trying to chill out. I don't even understand the word chill out, but fine. You chill out, I'll wash the dishes, can I come play with you later? You know, there's so many different ways it could be handled, but you got to look and see what it's like for the other person. Hmm. So the last thing she could have done that would have made sense was to argue with him about him not doing it now because what she's done is she's made herself uh, occur as unsafe to him emotionally because if she Mm -hmm. doesn't like something, she's going to have an emotional outburst and he's going to get all upset and concerned, right? So she's... She's she's contributing to the reputation of their relationship with negative feedback. Negative. Um, she's taking uh, emotional currency out of the emotional bank account mm-hmm. by doing that, and yeah. she's not trying to understand him. He would like to understand her. He don't know what questions to ask. And he's going to be direct and candid because he was. He didn't say anything other than what he's really thinking. And she's yeah. annoyed that she actually got to say what she's really thinking in order to get this done, right? <laughs> yeah. She was right? asking mm-hmm. him to do the dishes. Indirectly, right. she's saying, I want you to want to do the dishes. And he never right. thought about And he does yeah. say it again? And he... he doesn't know the difference in the first place. He's like, why does it matter if I'm doing it and if I don't want to do it, but I still do it because you asked me to do it. <laughs> right, that's guys. I mean, like, you know, the result is the most important thing for us. It's the result. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yes, see, you want your man, women want their men to understand them implicitly and completely, but the women are not doing the work to understand that men. They're just mad at them for not doing what they want them to do the way they want them to do it. Oh, okay, okay. I, I get that. Right? So she wanted him to... Say that last statement again. Women want men to understand their every word, thought, deed, their spirit. But women are not doing the work to understand men. They're being impatient, and then they're just making them wrong. Mm. Okay. She... I want us to understand your, how it feels to be in your skin, to read your mind, to feel the upcurrents and the downcurrents of your beingness and all of that stuff, right? But y'all ain't doing the work to do that with us. And y'all actually, believe it or not, have greater skill at that because you understand different layers of humanity than men do because we're just mm-hmm. like, y'all have, y'all, the same way y'all related to colors different from us, we have black, brown, blue, red, orange, green, yellow, right? Like that's our colors. You know, let's, you know, guys in fashion, we don't know much about colors, right? But y'all have a thousand different colors, right? So y'all mm-hmm. can teach us about those thousand colors quicker than we can learn about those thousand colors. Because they mm-hmm. won't show up for us. So y'all understand relationships from the standpoint of feelings, from the standpoint of motivations, from the standpoint of connectedness. We don't understand that. We just kind of like do stuff and want to be you to be happy with that fact we're doing stuff. 
And that's it. Really, we, we're not that sophisticated, you know, like y'all are. So y'all have the capacity to make our lives better than they really are, but y'all are too impatient, and they make us wrong for not thinking the way y'all think. Mm, yeah, yeah. You can see that, right? I mean, looking at the movie and thinking about it again, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> she was making him... Wrong for not understanding her, but she had his own point. Like, he had a long day. He has been trying to do well in his job, and he came back home. And, I, and she I wasn't doing that. for him. She wasn't doing for him what, he, what she wanted from him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. She was being, you could say she was being hypocritical but or short-sighted, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, this is, this is really good. Yeah. That's good. Thanks, Johnny. Okay, good. All right. So I hear, uh, Kishana, I'm putting you back on mute. I thought you were going to say something, but uh, put you back on mute. I hear the baby. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, there she goes. Okay, good. So, um, okay. So, um, I thought I got around the difference between sticklers and relaxers because y'all are sticklers for having life work because the, you, the, the, your, your environment calls you into being. You can't sit still with dirt going around because the room is screaming at you. You should fix me because this is not right. And we don't have the room calling us and telling us stuff. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have that. We got targets on particular specific, you know, we got red circles on specific things that we got targeted. Other than those red circles, we don't see nothing. We minded our business. Um, so, yeah, so this is an opportunity for you to really get present to that you want to learn about men as much as you want men to learn about you. You want to know as much about how men think as you want men to think about you, to, to, uh, to understand you. And so the only way you're really going to get men to understand you, fundamentally speaking, is for you to demonstrate how to do the work with them. Mm. But you're going to have to demonstrate it through, you know, physical presentation. You're going to have to be the example for them to get it because don't, we don't understand you. Because you know why we don't understand you, right? Y'all don't tell us nothing. <laughs> Y'all don't tell us how to understand you because just like that woman said, I want you to want it. I don't want to have to tell you it. You need to be able to figure it out on your own, right? So she's saying, what's wrong with you? You can't read my mind. Yeah, but she's not reading his, so. Right. She's not even trying. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I think you have a really good point right here. I think you're right. I think men really want to understand women. Yeah. But women, like, don't have, I, I mean, they're more of, like, immediate gratification people, and they're like, what, you don't get me? Like, what are you, crazy? You know, like, it's, like, right. almost interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah. Hmm. We want to, but y'all don't give us nothing to work with. Listen, you know why men like playing games so much? Because we know the rules before we start. <laughs> yeah. We know what it takes to win. Yeah. We, we, we know what it takes to win. We know what we can and can't do, and then we just get better at it. 
But that ain't how it goes with y'all. <laughs> y'all never tell us the rules. We never know what we're getting better at unless we blow in your mind. And it's not like y'all working hard to help us figure it out. We're playing a game. We're, 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 our relationships with y'all, to some degree, is like an ongoing prank that we never, get, we never get told what the prank really is. How did we that again? <laughs> yes. At a certain level, being in a romantic relationship with a woman is like uh-huh. being in a con- it's like being in a constant prank, and we never find out what the prank was because the prank goes on forever. You know what okay. a prank is. You know what a prank is playing a game yeah. on somebody. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Y'all are playing a game on us. We don't know where the game is at. We don't know how long it's going to go. We don't know why. And y'all just keep pulling the same prank on us and wonder why we don't figure it out. <laughs> it's, it's mean, damn it. Uh-huh. We just want to love you and take care of you. We just really do. We ain't, that, we ain't as sophisticated as y'all. We ain't as tricky as y'all, except for the guys that, 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 except for the guys that know how to get sex and move, keep it moving. Those are the only guys you should be trying to do this stuff to. Everybody else, leave them alone. They're just trying, and y'all ain't giving them nothing to work with. Okay. Okay, yeah, so right. I I got a few insights or uh, ideas. So in my next relationship, I have to be open with my boyfriend saying, oh, I like this. I like what you have done or what you said. And I have to take the responsibility of making him successful as long as I care for him or as long as I care for the relationship. You got to keep giving him reasons and giving him, pointing him in the direction of where he could win. You don't have to tell him how to win. Like, you don't have to say, you should do this, 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 this. You say, I want this. He'll figure out how to give it to you. Okay. I know. It, I, I, yeah, good. Sorry. No. Um. Is it is it for simple things like let's say I like flowers and I want him to get flowers for me? And no. All you have to do is say I like flowers a lot, and say it until he actually hears it, but not every day. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, for example. Um, I had done this program in 2004. Part of the ex- one of the exercises was for me to shave my mustache off because I needed to pre- I needed to present myself in a way I never would. So the, the 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 exercise was for me to come in looking like a punk rocker, Tony Veer, punk rocker. There's nothing. Only way I would be any worse is if I came looking as a nut. That, that's how far punk rocker is from Tony. Okay. So I had to shave my mustache off was one of the things. So from 2004 to 2009, I didn't have a mustache. I was cool with that. I was like, I kind of got used to it. It's okay. So then I started dating this woman in 2009, uh, Uh who at the time was a staff member, and she she said to me, you know, I like mustaches. And I probably told (laughs) you this before. And I said, oh, okay, good. good." And then she's like, you know. Right. That's how you get guys. You have to be patient. Uh-huh. Oh, but you got to get it. You got to make sure they get it. Until you're clear they got it, don't be impatient. Because we want to win. We want to succeed with you. Mm. But you got to give us that, you know. I remember Alison Armstrong was was dealing with her husband at one time. 
you know, I think I told you about the diaper scenario, right, where he was messing up with the diaper and she was like, okay, uh, but I want him to have the relation with the baby. And then one day he decided, oh, wow, you know, you're so much better at fixing this diaper. Mm-hmm. And rather than making him wrong and try to fix him and then he don't want to do the diapers no more, she let him figure out that he didn't know what was going on. We're a little slower than you want us to be. Mm. We're not looking at what you're looking at. It takes us a while to see what you want us to see unless you tell us. And even if you tell mm. us and we don't know why, it don't make no sense because y'all are as confusing to us as we are to you. Mm. We're just as hard, y'all are just as hard to understand as we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you got to have patience with your guy. You know, just remember, you want the guy to give you flowers. Just remember the mustache story, okay? It took her <laughs> a couple of months. She said it three times. It took about two months. Mm. And the third time she said it, I, I finally said, okay, you know what? Let me try it. I think I actually uh-huh. asked her about this. What do you, you know, what do you mean by that? I, I, I think I started a conversation the third time she brought up mustaches. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I, I realized she's trying to tell me she wants me to get a mustache. So let me talk about this for a minute before I go ahead and do this mustache thing, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had, had my mustache ever since, you know. But uh, okay. that's who you need to, that's who you need to be. Because guys don't think like girls. We don't. Uh, okay. You wouldn't you wouldn't even like us thinking that way. That's why you like us so much, because we're not girls. <laughs> yeah, we want men to be men, not girls. Yeah, except for when we don't think like a girl, and then you get mad at us for not thinking like a girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. That reminded me, I mean, the flowers, it reminded me of, uh, yeah, I did that when I was dating my uh, boyfriend. My ex-boyfriend, uh, we were, I really like flowers, and we were passing by a flower shop with all the mm-hmm. flowers outside. And mm-hmm. I said, hey, the flowers look good, and I didn't say you should get me some. And he, he said, oh, okay. And I was like, this guy doesn't like me enough to buy me flowers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, you went intellectual on that one, boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. Ouch. Don't do that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm noting to myself. So I'm going I'm going to meet more people and I will be dating somebody. So next time I see flowers or I will say maybe once in a month or two months that oh I went to this flower show and I like Macy's flowers, or I like flowers, or something like flowers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Santa Lee gets, oh, she likes flowers. Because guys yes. don't care about flowers. Guys don't care about flowers. So, you know, you saying, hey, I like flowers. Well, you know what he hears? Oh, that's good for you. I don't like flowers. <laughs> Even that, that sounds so bad, like when... The guy I'm dating would say, that's good for you. I don't like stars. I'll be like, meaning you don't care about me? You don't care what I like? No, we're so literal. Like, if the guy's driving down the highway with his wife and his woman, right, and she says, are you hungry? No, I'm not hungry. And he keeps driving. And Mm. she'll be pissed because he didn't get the hint that she's hungry and why we keep driving. 
and I'm starving, and now I'm starting to get mad at you. But he don't know this because it was a yes-no question. Hey, you hungry? Nope. And that's the end of the conversation for him. He don't know nothing else. He's driving. He's not thinking, mm-hmm. oh, maybe I should ask her. Well, I'm not hungry, but what about you? That's what y'all would do with each other. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, see, we'd have to think like a girl in order to do that because you ask us a specific yes or no question. We don't know anything else is behind it, especially if we're in the middle of doing something. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're laying in the bed and, you know, you talk about flowers and maybe you'll have a conversation about flowers. But he's driving down the highway and she asks, is he hungry? And he's not hungry. And now he's going back to driving. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Going back to be single focused on what he's doing. You don't know that this is an opportunity for a conversation to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, not understanding men. Is killing y'all and us. And we don't even know where to start with y'all. At least y'all have some sense of what you want, and y'all are direct, y'all are, you know, aggressive about having a relationship. Y'all, there's an aggressiveness about y'all. I'm going to talk about that when we get past the, the one conversation we're having here. And uh, I'm checking in with Gershana because I don't know. Do you guys, do you want to say Gershana, or should I put you back on mute? You can put me back on mute. I'm taking in everything that's being said, and I'm okay. cool with it. All right. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay. All right. Can I, can I ask a question? Sure. It's 7.14. Don't we usually stop at 7? Yeah. I had said at the beginning of this call that I was going to go to 7.15 because of um, we started at, like, at 5.45. So I was going to do it in 90 minutes. Uh, oh. And, yeah, it is it is that. So, um, you know, seven fifteen would be hour and a half. Um, right. and I said that before he started. I was yeah. just gonna say, like, are you hungry? Uh, <laughs> actually, I, I actually thank you. I actually am, but I'm committed to finishing this. Um, and I still got no, four other things is, to talk about. My point is, yeah. is, I'm hungry, and I just wanted to see if you got it. I did not actually get that. Duh. Oh, my God. Yeah. I thought you were teasing me. <laughs> Listen, um, uh, if you've got some, some veggies, you can send them to me, you know, via the Internet or something. I'd be happy to do that because I'm a vegetarian nowadays. But uh, <laughs> uh, you, you should eat. You can eat while we're talking. I wanna, so I'm going to, you know, the, the questions and the comments that you're, you know, pulling out of me is so critical that it's like I don't want to suffer and, and sacrifice elsewhere you know, this conversation, because as soon as you get it, especially since you guys, you ladies are asking me such awesome questions from awesome perspectives, you're making me say stuff in ways I've never said it before, and it's going to be on this recording, I'm like, I can't resist, I got I to gotta go for it. So I, I, I can easily say, okay, I got to stop now and answer, you know, manage the timeline, but it seems to me that if I wait another 15 or 20 minutes longer, you would never need to have this conversation because you'll have it permanent. You know, I'm more I'm more concerned about permanence, long term, than I am about short term. It's just that's just who I am, and I also do want to be responsible for the time. And uh, I got four more things, so I could do these next four things in about ten minutes. But you'd have to like not ask me questions and ask me questions a lot of time or something. You know, we went in real deep with sticklers versus relaxers. That relaxers was a real trigger for y'all <laughs> well i don't know about the rest of you but i i kind of need to go to zanny okay and 
because I'm hungry and I'm not in my office, and I'm so it, it alters the way I listen. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you got to go. So you should listen to the end of this recording because uh, I think I think um, uh, my friend who I can't say her name is probably going to yeah. be on here until the end. And then my question, my question is that you know we have phone calls that go from 5:30 to 7, so that I can count on it, and I don't go, oh my God, I I have to stay online and I'm going to miss this, and you know right. that that would be much more workable for me if we stuck to the timeline right. that we say 5:30 right. to 7. Right. So from the, I will tell you that my, um, the the top 20 difference between men and women, it seems that that's so rich that that's the one area I have a time uh, challenge managing the time because I don't want to shut people down just to manage the time. Yeah. After this session, I can promise you, guarantee we'll be on time. But just so you know, because like, I start shutting down. Mm, okay. I'm not listening anymore. Yeah. I got that. Okay. I'm uh, I really, I, I really got that. So, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm telling you, and I'm making a promise right now that we'll be able to do, finish the other three sessions after this on time, no problem. Okay. All right. And so, you know, if you gotta go, that's fine. But I'm gonna take the next ten minutes. I'm gonna zoom through the, the last four real quick, and then. Um, uh, that'll be the end of this. But if you got to okay. go, I understand it. You should go. All right. Well, I'll, I'll stay on the line because I don't want to miss it, but thank you for your okay. promise. Yeah, yeah, I promise. That it would be no problem. This is the one that's the hard one, you know, because you got questions. I bring up stuff. All right. So um, now that we've dealt with sticklers and, and relaxers, <laughs> uh, women are warriors. Y'all worry, 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 worry. And men are warriors. We will fight, fight, stand, stand, and, and, and commit, you know, like, uh. And literally, you can see warriors from the standpoint of war, battle, military. You know, we will stand in and fight and never give up, you know, all of that stuff. You know, and we y'all want us to do that because that's almost like the proper response to your worrying is that we become the warrior. And then you'll have the experience of us when we're doing it right, and you'll appreciate it, of us being your hero. When you're worried, we step in. That works for the both of us. So you can worry all you want. You make sure we understand you're worrying, and then we become warriors to take care of you with your worries. And that's our natural interaction with each other. Um, any questions about that? No. Nah. Pretty clear, right? Okay, great. Next um, is aggressive. Women are aggressive. Y'all are very aggressive. You're just indirect. Men are aggressive, but even more than just being aggressive is we're progressive. In other words, we're trying to move stuff forward. We're trying to take care of today and tomorrow in the sense of um, creating progress, Um particularly in the world of physicality. We're thinking about, you know, when we're relaxing today, if we're thinking about anything, we're thinking about what we need to do tomorrow when it's time for us to stop relaxing. So we're looking at how do we make progress happen. And um, so uh, we're about results. Us being progressive is our access to being successful so we got to figure out uh, how do I move forward? Like project management progress is what I, as I'm uh, pointing at this. Does that does that make sense to y'all? That sounds uh, about right. 
well, I get that, but I I don't see that as a specific manly behavior or a womanly behavior. I have seen women who are mm-hmm. progressive, and I have seen women who are lazy. At the same time, mm-hmm. I have seen women, men who are not progressive and mm-hmm. who are just the talkers and not doers. They make all the show about how much they care about a cause, how compassionate they are, but they do nothing. Mm-hmm. All they do is just talk. Yeah. Okay, got it. So they don't have, they don't know how to make progress, but they want progress. Like we're built for progress because that's our access to being successful. And maybe those guys, maybe those guys are being progressive or trying to make progress through communication because they don't know any other way of doing it, which there are plenty of guys like that. Um, You know, but we're out front progressive um, as opposed to, like, you know, in the background. And, you know, and it could be both ways. It could be in the background because you got a lot of politicians that talk smack, but they're doing a lot of stuff in the background, right? Um, but, but our our expression uh, between how we're aggressive is in the direction of pro- progress, whereas um, women, y'all are very aggressive about getting stuff done, but it's not necessarily about progress. It's about safety and security, um, um, being settled, um, being able to relax, and also getting into a relationship. Y'all are very aggressive when it comes to relationships. I think y'all are at least as aggressive about relationships as men are. You just are indirect, and it don't look like it. Uh, I remember being in a, 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 a business school. It, was, it felt like it was an all-girls school because it was like five or six women to every one guy. And I learned how y'all set yourselves up and position yourselves to be attracted and to be, be uh, approached. It was fascinating watching y'all liking guys um, and what y'all would do about it, very aggressive. Women are very, very aggressive, just indirect. Um, but, yeah, men are committed to progress, even if they don't have the skill set for it. I'll say it like that. Does that make sense? Uh, I'm wondering because uh, some of the men I have met are not progressive, so should I just count them as idiots who don't care about life? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm going to take that one offline. I know that uh, Annie, she's not really able to oh, engage. Okay. She wants to stay okay. here, but that's fine. That's fine. I'll, I'll take it offline. That's fine. And then, you know, if anybody else got any questions, y'all can call me off during the week as well. I just want to make sure I get through the last two as well. So, um, okay. Um, okay, great. So, yeah, we'll talk about that specific definition of progress versus aggressiveness um, uh, offline. I don't want to slow it up, what we're doing here. So the next two, uh, the 19, uh, is that uh, women are lovers. Y'all are, like, all about love, 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 the romance, lovingness. And men are more like relators. We want to get related. Like, we don't we, – we, I don't think we have the same relationship to love, the same definition of lovingness. For us, being related, meaning having stuff in common – um, you know, that kind of partnership type of thing is, is really like for us. We really want to be y'all's partners, not just your relationship part person. And uh, we want to have you be our partners in our success. Um, so we're committed to being related. 
as opposed to necessarily romantic, which is why guys like, but I, but did, didn't I tell you I love you last year? <laughs> we're not thinking about the love love, like the constant emotional expression of it. Once we're related, we don't see that it's going to be any different. I mean, it was related last week, it was related this week, will be related next week. What's the problem? So for us, you know, a lot of what love is about is about being related, understanding where each other's coming from. Because we don't usually change. We may grow, but not really change. And so, but I know for women, you know, having the experience of love, loving this, you know, the adorableness of hugging a baby or a puppy love kind of love, uh, where that's more, for us, it's more like, let me take care of this. I understand where you're coming from. I promise to do whatever I can do to contribute to you. You know, ours is more in the world of doing this, what I mean by relating. Um, even from an intellectual standpoint, relatingness has a has a connection to it's a doing this format as opposed to just experiencing, letting the, the feelings uh, uh, move around in us. Um, and, and so, yeah, we, we're related. To each other, um, and you know when you see that bromance kind of thing, you know, yo, bro, uh, yo, yo, fist bump, yeah, yeah, I love you, but I ain't gonna tell you I love you, kind of thing. You know, that's that's how we are. We, for us, relating works totally. You know, that um, that communicates. Is that fairly clear at least? Um, I'm gonna assert that it is fine. Uh, um, and if y'all got any questions about that, call me offline. Last one is men acknowledge, women praise. It's kind of like the other thing where I talked about, uh, you know, men are promoters and women are, are cheerleaders. But um, a man, generally speaking, you know, how we're wired is to not only praise you, but to tell you why we're praising you. You know, I, uh, you know, yo, man, what you did was just so great and we could get specific, which is why women love our compliments so much and why we don't necessarily need the compliments from you. We need to be acknowledged for uh, being successful. Yay, we love you so much because you're just such a great person. Yeah, can you tell me why exactly? <laughs> so, like, we want to get connected to, like, something tangible, and so acknowledgement mm-hmm. seems to us to be more tangible. And y'all love the fact that we do that because when – you know, you ask us, you know, how 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 do you think we look at his dress? You know, y'all are looking for specifics because otherwise he's just saying something that you want to say. But we're we're actually okay with being very specific. We we may not think about it that you need to hear it that way, but we don't have a problem with that because that's how we operate ourselves is specific reasons for acknowledging versus oh you're great you're so great you're so great 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 we love that too, but there's a different form of communication around it so. Um, um, that's the uh, top 20 difference between men and women. This is an extremely challenging conversation because I never know what you're not getting out of it until you start asking questions. And um, uh, unless somebody got anything else to say differently, I'm done. Um, Annie, thank you for your uh, commitment for standing in there and saying what you had to say about, you know, honoring the time period. And, uh, Are you going to send yeah. us, like, the list of that? Yes. You're getting that um, for sure. Cause, that would be awesome to see. I'd like to uh, listen to both phone calls and then go through it with, like, it written down. That would be helpful. Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally got it. So, All right. Thank you. Um, yeah. 
And, yeah, we went in pretty deep last time, too, because this thing just makes you have to ask lots of questions. It brings up so many differences. Um, and there's only 20. You know, I know there's lots more. Uh, Thank you very that's much. It. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to end the recording now if uh, either Gershana or um, my friend uh, who, whose name shall remain nameless uh, wants to continue to talk, I will stay on the phone, but I'm ending the recording now. Love you all. There we go. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.